lower your attack stat by two stages because you're about to get charmed <laughs> by Sink Floyd, a podcast where we watch every movie ever made to see if it syncs up with Pink Floyd's 1973 magnum opus, The Dark Side of the Moon. My name is Gareth Blackler, and <laughs> we found him at a train station named James Barron, so it must be James Barron. That's right. You can't say what my real <laughs> name is because it's an, my species has its own language. And it's yeah. very hard to pronounce, so we'll go with James. James Barron, that's fine. <laughs> um, how you going? I'm doing well. The um, the uh, the phone book has arrived. <laughs> oh my it's god! A new phone book day in Auckland. What Didn't a... realize we were on that list. What a blast from the past! Holy crap! Yeah, the phone book. They've man. combined the yellow and white pages now. Oh man, Are they the pale yeah. yellow pages now. <laughs> yeah, and the back cover is a big ad for getting rid of meth. Oh, and hey, man! I've memorized this unopened phone book, by the way. <laughs> it's a big ad for getting rid of meth, and there's a big picture of the Harbour Bridge, as if to say, the Harbour Bridge is covered in meth. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, the first step's <laughs> getting rid of that bridge, I reckon. Yeah. Because, damn. It's been nothing but trouble. Yeah, it's the meth capital of your city. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. I mean, getting rid of meth, I feel like there's very few people on the other side of that issue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's meth sp- dealers and meth users are the only ones who are like yeah oh, let's keep it around i love that the idea of someone opening the phone book and having their mind change about meth when they need to make a call <laughs> it's like actually meth might be bad yeah i'm glad this <laughs> thing got mailed to me <laughs> let me call up uh some kind of uh, anonymous hotline <laughs> oh goodness me oh, we're goodness. far off track. how are you james Mate, I'm good. The phone book thing works as a segue as well because there's phone books in the movie that we watched. It features heavily in the movie Paddington 2014. Oh, there is. A little, oh. a little beer. Having, a, having his day in the sun. <laughs> yes. What oh. did you think of Paddington, Gareth? Well, am I a um, pre-teens deodorant with a floral scent? Because wow. that was a cool charm. <laughs> dang it was, it was oh my goodness this film this film a delight from start to finish this film i'm worried to hear i'm padding much like the our favorite beer nice i'm padding a ton because i'm worried to hear what you've got to say just in case you didn't love it as much as i will i actually like maybe a little offended oh wow no I- but don't let that stop you uh, I've, as much as I want to, like, yes and that and be, like, really cruel and nasty about it, uh, I did <laughs> love the film. It was very fun. A romp. It was a oh, good time. Yes. Start to finish. Absolutely. Good stuff. Oh. Yay. Yeah. Well, add some trinkets to you, because you're a charm bracelet. Man, you got a lot of charm-based material. <laughs> I was certain um, earlier I'm... that you were going to say Lynx Africa as well, by the way. It's the only, <laughs> the only tropical fragrance that I'm aware of. <laughs> I um I was in an improv scene with a scene partner who was American, and I was doing a lot of jokes about links. Nice, but he knew it as axe. Yeah, true. So it was very. It, it actually had to stop and be explained by our um our coach for that session, who was um, American and New Zealander. <laughs> I could finally like mitigate that conversation, forming a comedy bridge between the two of you. No, oh, look out for the myth. Always good, yeah. Oh, not the bridge of meth. Absolutely not. Um, it's good when you have to explain a joke to a comedy oh. partner. 
Oh. Yeah. I mean, if, if, in the right setting, I feel like that material would have killed. It's way funnier for Thank someone you. who doesn't know <laughs> what Link's body <laughs> yeah. spray is. I think. Why is he talking about this, like, big cat? Yeah. I guess I'll yes and this. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, anyway, Paddington, yeah. 2014. You watched it clean then you watched it with pink floyd i assume that's right i did i did a double decker of paddington today and then i watched it straight up first thing in the morning with my morning coffee that was a that was a bloody romp and then in the afternoon i was like let's hit it hit it again top shelf (laughs) let's go for paddington again but with the floyd playing so yeah that's been my day and now in the evening i'm here to talk about it with you so Oh my gosh. Has it affected your day? Has your day gone differently due to this, like, mainlining of Paddington? I mean, I don't know. I haven't really done anything outside of watching Paddington and, like, eating (laughs) food. So, (laughs) like, basic human needs. So, I guess that affected my day in some way. My favourite part of that is I can read that as you think watching Paddington is a basic human need. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So this is like the three-tiered layer cake covered in marmalade, <laughs> Gareth, that I'm enjoying with you. Ah, oh, yes. Yeah. It's been a bloody oh. good day. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, there's no better expert than to talk about Paddington and how it syncs up with Pink Floyd than you. So wow. do you want to do you want to crack into it? Sure. It's fresh in my mind. So yeah. let's dive on in to some Paddington. Um. Got... let's have a padding ton of fun oh let's do it mate <laughs> uh yeah we get uh we start the movie heartbeats over the opening title things you know with the studios etc yeah As the film starts with a small documentary about the um expedition to darkest peru i love that it's referred to as darkest peru every time i think that's yeah really that like darkest is like a sub location within peru i think that's really funny to me um yeah same uh yes there's a, a a old english explorer out there traveling and uh looking for new species and things a bit of a gag in there where he is carrying a gentleman's timepiece and travel piano there's like a bunch of people <laughs> helping him and there's just a guy carrying a grandfather clock and like a really small baby grant Oh, I missed that. That's awesome. It's really good. There's a lot of little cheeky, like, dialogue and, like, uh, British-isms in here. Yes. That is very charming. Very cool charming for me. Um, Yeah. Yes. Is it a type of elementary particle? Because it's a charm quark. Dang, dude. (laughs) I've got the Wikipedia page, don't worry. This well is deep. Um, yeah, so there's, uh, he gets saved by a bear, uh, out here in the woods. There's like a little, um, scorpion or something on his lapel. Don't know if scorpions yeah. are native to Peru. They probably are, but I don't really know. Um, and then, yeah, we're into like the smooth vibes of breathe as we just see these bears mm. and living and having a good time and they're intelligent bears that can speak. And yeah. The explorer's like, ah, had a great time with these beers and made a documentary. And he gives the beer his hat. And yeah, that's the start of the film. This little mini doc- doco. Very enjoyable. Mm. It's on a, like, and the film then goes color when yeah. the vocals kick in for Breathe. Yes, yes. It's in um, black and white and four by three for this little section. Yeah. Lots of good little um, frame use, actually, throughout this movie. Like different um, aspect ratios 
Uh, yeah. Which which is good stuff. It reminds me a lot of like Wiz Anderson's direction. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah. He uses those kind of things quite a lot in his cinema. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, we get the nice breathe vocals kicking in. Yeah. As we go straight into uh, meeting Paddington and his regular life out here in Peru. Just like going nuts over these fruits that get made into yeah. marmalade. What kind of fruits get made into marmalade? Is it grapefruit? I don't actually... Or can you do like multiple different fruits? Holy cow, I thought it was an orange, but like there's no way it would be that bitter. I guess so. I actually don't know. I, th- I feel like it's grapefruit. I don't know. I feel like you can like make marmalades out of various citrus fruits and it would probably go okay. Like I think there's like lemon marmalades and things like that. Um, but as far as I know... We'll, we'll call these grapefruit. There's fruits of some kind, anyway. Um, yeah, it is It is um, any citrus, you're correct. Nice. Okay. Um, that has messed up my day, knowing that. <laughs> I had no idea. I mean, I hardly ever eat marmalade. Do you enjoy... Do you partake in the... This is the one, the one thing I disagree with my boy Paddington on. Wow. I think marmalade is really bad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I kind of agree. Jam is way better in general. Yeah. Uh, I could, I enjoy some marmalade. It's like I associate it heavily with my grandparents and that they would always yeah. offer, like, instead of offering me any kind of spread on toast, they would just make toast for me when I was a little kid and they would put oh, marmalade yeah. on there and I'd be like, ah, oh, it's a lot. It's a lot for my little kid palate to handle, Gran. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, it does remind me just the surprise of bitterness in marmalade. I had a um, boss who we used to get a box of fruit delivered to the office and mm. my boss split a grapefruit with me and I was so excited. It was cool. like a real, you know, boss and underling kind of bonding. <laughs> that grapefruit was so bad. Grapefruit is not fun. What? I love grapefruit as a flavor. Really? Yeah. I'm I like all about it. Oh, no, I don't even know. Just the bitterness. Man. Yeah, it is. It is definitely a strong flavor. Uh, yeah, you weren't ready. Yeah. It's the- uh, Yeah, I'm a weak man. It's <laughs> not what I'm trying to imply. <laughs> I really like the, the, uh, marmalade, I guess, or the, um, uh, what we're saying, grape, grapefruit flavored, uh, fruit juice. I think they're the best fruit juice available. That's some key, uh, New Zealand content. A fruit juice yeah. is like a popsicle, a, uh, yeah, an iced lolly, an ice- treat yeah it's kind of more like it's like they got a bit of sort of shaved ice yeah and like punched it in really dense back into its ice block form yes exactly yeah uh yeah with the with a bit of grapefruit going on there okay yeah i think it's the best one anyway so paddington and his aunt and uncle yes uh uncle pastuzo and yeah. aunt lucy uh out here living in the woods uh, making marmalade with an elaborate bamboo machine um, yeah. that they've constructed because they've learned from these explorers and his artifacts he left behind and has sort of become hyper-intelligent uh, human bears that can speak fluent English. Um, yeah. That's the deal here. Um, and yeah, there's a bit of shenanigans involved with making this marmalade, a bit of slapstick humor. It's pretty good. And then, yeah, they're, like, up there in their house, like, practicing uh, the English lifestyle. They've got, like, a gramophone playing this, like, how-to-be-an-English-gentleman vinyl, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) It's very funny. (laughs) They're, like, talking about the different kinds of ways you can, like, 
talk about the weather, which is just the most British thing ever. It's so good. Yeah, especially the fact that it's raining. Yeah. Oh, it's wonderful. <laughs> um, and yeah, this is where uh, Pistuzo talks about putting a marmalade sandwich in one's hat in case of emergency. Um, solid advice from Uncle Pistuzo here. Oh, yeah. Voiced by Michael Gambon as well, Dumbledore. So yeah, that's fun. Um, we didn't hear him though, obviously. Got breathe <laughs> no. rolling on over. But oh, the way his subtitles looked. Oh. Yeah. Actually, no, we're in the, on the run now um, because yeah. we're about to have an on the run uh, moment with the earthquake rolling in. Um, yeah. I don't know if Peru is prone to earth, earthquakes. Presumably it is because it's in South America, right? Which is like on a fault yeah. line. Yeah. I'm going to assume not a lot of Peru research went into the original Paddington Bear books. Nah, probably not. But they've, but they've come yeah. around. I mean, yeah, yeah. I feel like that the earthquake is canon in the in the Paddington lore. Spent some time on the Paddington wiki today between watches, <laughs> Gareth, and I'm fairly certain that um, while Pastuzo potentially dying here isn't canon to the books, uh, the earthquake yeah. where he gets separated is. So, yeah, that's my findings. Okay. That's what yeah. I need to report back. Um, <laughs> But yeah, there's a big earthquake, and so they rush down to this little, like, bomb shelter that built out here in the woods. I love yeah. that they have this. They're well prepared, these bears. Um, Heck yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, this ruckus fitting really well with On the Run, so I'm happy about that. Uh, poor Pastuzo, like, just stares out and sees their little treehouse get destroyed. This is a yeah. heartbreaking moment for me. Um, and then, yeah, the... The aunt and uh, young Paddington uh, make it to the little shelter, but unfortunately Pastuzo does not. And in the morning, he is gone, nowhere to be seen. Mm. And they only find his hat. Oh. Yeah, but it was so... This was when in my life as a scientist, mm -hmm. finding these sinks has really, like... I had to take a long look in the mirror because there was a crash the on the run crash happened as they found the hat yes and that's a good sink but that's a sad sink it's a sad sink baby yeah, yeah. It, it, they find the hat it's like it's off camera but paddington like spies something when the crash sound happens and you can see you can it's the crash sinking up with his heart breaking <laughs> yeah this is rough it's oh. a very tragic start to this movie i must admit especially for, yeah. especially for a kid's film like dang um yeah what's with these kids films eh like there's gotta be i don't know i can't believe it's just it works for bambi it works for up let's keep doing it there's yeah. gotta be some sort of deep childhood uh research they've done that's proven kids like to start sad and get happier it's not even really like i have a theory in that like it's supposed to like break these tough subjects to kids at an early age so that they're more mm. capable of dealing with it later in life at least that's like what i think about bambi for sure but um, yeah. it's hard to justify in this one and that like the result of this is that Paddington gets shipped off as if he was a like child during World War Two times, yeah. um, which is like literally the reference that um, his aunt Lucy makes to him. Yeah. Like, the Explorer was had a war back in his time. Yeah. It's like it's really rough. Hmm. <laughs> Um, yeah, I was not expecting that, that reference in this movie either. <laughs> um, but yeah, she does say that she'll be fine and that she'll go to the home, the home for retired bears. 
<laughs> which is a fantastic thing. It turns out to be real, which I'm thrilled with. But um, yeah, not real in our world, as far as we know. But uh, real yeah, it could be real. Yeah. How how deep into Peru have we gone? You know, that's true. Yeah, yeah. us spe- specifically. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not Del. I've barely dipped a toe into Peru, so no. I don't know. It could be real, as far as I know. Um, yeah. Uh, of course, after the crash sound, we get all the clocks going off, and that does not really sync with anything. It's just the establishing shot of the ship. Um, yeah. So, we'll breeze on by that one. Uh, and yeah, we're into time. And yeah, Paddington just sort of chills out on this lifeboat, this ship bound for England. He's hiding in a lifeboat and just scoffing down marmalade yeah. <laughs> over the voyage. He's in here pr- probably for a long time. Going from Peru to um, England, that's a long journey by yeah. ship. Um, but yeah, anyway, he makes it to London and uh, yeah, gets through a series of more antics, makes his way <laughs> to Paddington Station um, and yeah, pops out as begin to time solo. Which is sweet. yeah, he wriggles out of his little mailbag he's been hiding in. Yeah, in a perfect like little boogie to the solo. Yeah, man, I'm boogieing. I'm boogieing with yeah. with Paddington. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and yeah, this is another fairly sad moment, and that he's like trying to catch people's attention. He's lived mm. his his life has been like ah, you'll come to London and you'll be accepted, and someone will give you a home. It's warm and welcoming. But once he gets there, everyone's just sort of. He's in the middle of a busy um, train station and everyone's just ignoring this tiny yeah. bear in a hat. Um, yeah. I do kind of love how Paddington is treated in this movie as like just a regular thing. It's not, no yeah. one really panics that there's a bear <laughs> at all. <laughs> it's never addressed. I think that's great. Um, yeah. It's really quite nice. Cause it's like, he isn't like no one's like wow a talking bear yeah but he's also clearly is the first talking bear because that explorer was so excited oh absolutely everyone just sort of accepts it immediately they're like yep that's what's happening yeah you came to the talking bear movie so you know like (laughs) exactly you gotta get on this on this ship with us full of marmalade (laughs) and then yeah you'll join us in the movie yeah yeah it is like because i think we talked about it with jumanji just how quickly we like our characters to get on board yeah and i think there's two there's one where you take forever to get on board and it's very realistic and then there's the kind of really quick get on board that always kind of rubs you the wrong way and then there's this beautiful other version where you're just on board you're like yep magic sweet that's already how it goes you know yeah yeah it's just part and parcel with the premise yeah yeah and i'm all for this version yeah yeah it's no good when it gets bogged down and explaining how all this stuff works you know like oh, as God. as good as that would be for the podcast, it is it makes for a bad movie. Like yeah, that's for us to do. That's our job to get bogged down yeah. in, the, in the mechanics of Paddington and and how it syncs with Pink Floyd. Leave that to the experts. All right, movie makers, <laughs> yeah. you just focus on telling a good story. Okay, that's our deal. Our promise. Yeah. Because you yeah. know there was a version of Paddington where they went deep into like the spell that made him talk and stuff like that. Oh man, like his hat makes him talk or some buzz. I, but no, nah, he really, just learned. Yeah, exactly. And it brings up my favorite thing about Paddington is 
it could have been so bad and yet it's so good so true man yeah this like, this movie has all the hallmarks of a terrible movie but it yeah. never like never gets there it's always a great great fun time <laughs> yeah yeah it, it went, skirts by oh, all those failings you know yeah i went deep into um the paddington wikipedia trivia which is very boring by the way <laughs> It's like, one of them was, um, this is Sully Hawkins' second film in 2014 to feature a CGI title character. Huh. The first was Godzilla. Oh, wow. The 2014 Godzilla. Dang. Yeah. It's rough trivia. (laughs) Um, but like also down near the bottom was like, this is Warner Bros' eighth live action slash animated hybrid film to be rated PG. The others were Space Jam good which we're unable to talk about because we're of that generation so we just love it yeah but osmosis jones osmosis jones yeah also good oh okay (laughs) the um freddie prince jr scooby-doo oh wow kangaroo jack oh looney tunes back in action oh scooby-doo 2 monsters unleashed yep and then coming in weirdly six years later yogi bear (laughs) oh man yeah yogi bear yeah dang which had justin timberlake as boo-boo wow yeah man this movie fall at fitting into a subsection with all of those like yeah it's risen so far above basically all of them <laughs> yeah dang what a weird list oh, i know right it's like um going through a dvd section at a thrift shop hearing that list yeah it really is yeah it's the weirdest no little way. section like just eight dvds right at the back <laughs> they're all <laughs> animated feature mixed with real people movies yeah where at some point the cgi animal crosses his arms and leans back to back with someone cool yeah that'll happen oh man <laughs> goodness me you got to wonder about the DVD salesman's, like, specificity in terms of their uh, categories, if they're getting to that point, right? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Do you reckon, like, these days a thrift shop can say no thanks to the DVDs? I don't know. I feel like the angle being, like, I'll take the DVDs from you for free. <laughs> like, if yeah, you just want to be rid of them, I'll take a donation. But yeah. I don't think any shop is buying DVDs now. At least, no, like, sure. other than wholesale, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. I'd or be like surprised. Interesting collectors. Yeah, I guess so. If it's, like, a rare yeah. DVD, but, like, they've got to be few and far between at this point, right? Yeah, for sure. Man. The DVD. What a time. What a... It was so good, but it lasted for such a short amount of time. Yeah. It's so much better than VHS, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's just way better technology, and everyone was like, ah, oh, it's the perfect, the perfect home video material. We've finally got there. Let's only yeah. do it for, like, five years. <laughs> yeah. And then, after that, never again. Yeah. I just miss the bonus features like if there wasn't director's commentaries we wouldn't have podcasts yeah true oh man there's a whole podcast to be had about bonus features yeah reviewing the bonus features yeah i would call that podcast special features (laughs) 
special features with Ron Funches as my co-host. Yeah, he has to host it. Yeah, he'd be great at that. Ron, <laughs> yeah. get on that. That sounds like a really fun podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Okay, yeah. So, poor Paddington's trapped in this station, in Paddington Station. Um, he's yeah. about to be named Paddington in, in an upcoming scene. Uh, but, yeah, he sits in front of this little, like, lost and found section which is good set dressing. I like this little area. I don't think this is real, obviously. Um, and yeah, attracts some pigeons by throwing oh, a guys. throwing a piece of his marmalade sandwich to a pigeon. Uh, yeah, and then attracts a whole bunch more. As is the the issue with pigeons, and that they're all over yeah. the place. They aren't a big of a deal in um, as big of a deal in uh, Christchurch, New Zealand, where I am. But um, I feel like they're big. They're much more uh around the place in auckland is that true that is true i have been hit in the back of the head by a pigeon holy shit wow it must have seen um full speed and been like um pretty pretty quick but i must have seen paddington and been like that boy's keeping a sandwich under that hat (laughs) i love the idea of you wandering around with a hat (laughs) oh man i'm trying it's every march i've realized i try to become a hat guy oh right um, last March, I got real into wearing this wide-brimmed hat, and then, um, kind of started to feel weird, because it was the start of lockdowns and stuff, so I've put it aside. Mm. And, yeah, this, this March, I've chucked it back on, hey, man. a year later. Yeah, no, that's fair. To pick up where yeah. you left off last March, that makes sense to me. <laughs> you know, like, you didn't get a full, sh- full chance, didn't get a, yeah. fair sh- a fair shake there with that hat, so now's the time yeah yeah let me know i reckon once everyone's like vaccinated and you know if the world gets back to normal we'll just start counting the days again from march like 23rd oh wow that'd be very confusing yeah i don't know about that one i don't know about (laughs) counting the days again okay that would stress me out too much i think (sighs) see it's people like you and big calendar that have stopped all my big calendar ideas shake-ups i like small calendars what can i say yeah yeah big calendar shake-ups here on the podcast um, <laughs> paddington uh then he he hears a couple having a charming conversation about a victorian wall experience fuck yeah and let's talk about that up- <laughs> yeah what is going on at the victorian wall experience i love that detail in this movie yeah i want to go <laughs> maybe that's paddington 3 finally <laughs> we get the victorian wool experience paddington 3 semicolon victorian wool experience <laughs> i would love that yeah because by then like you know the brown family who are about to meet have all like you know learned their lessons and they're all like a closer knit family yeah they'll probably all just love the victorian wool experience and paddington you know is gonna love it of course he's gonna get into some wool based antics he's gonna like yeah accidentally unravel a, a portrait of queen victoria and get wrapped up in wool oh that sounds like her yeah exactly oh. You can't stay mad at her. Nah, man. But yeah, this family, they get off their train and they ignore Paddington initially, but then the mum, like, comes over and checks on him, see if he's okay. And she does this over the tempo change in time, which I'm here for as well. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Also, notably, um, her outfit, her costume that she's wearing is the inverted colours of Paddington's costume later coming up. 
she's wearing a blue hat and red coat which is holy cow that's amazing sweet little detail that you only get yeah. if you watch paddington two da- two times in a row um <laughs> yeah uh yeah it's very nice um and then yeah, yeah uh, he says he like gives him the story of what's going on and of course the dad doesn't really believe what paddington's saying he assumes he's some kind of like bigger bear out here yeah <laughs> and paddington says that he's gonna go sleep in a bin he's planning to <laughs> sleep in a bin and the dad's like oh there you go that's the spirit <laughs> which is just <laughs> such a good joke um yeah and then yeah they eventually relent and give him some food while the mum goes and like tries to talk to the station people and be like does anyone know where this bear should be and yeah um, yeah so it gives him some food at a cafe and this is where we get the beer name thing tries to say the the beer name of paddington yeah but he can't and says something rude in beer which we don't know good stuff yeah another like it's an old gag but it's a gag that is always funny yeah it's pretty They're good. like, oh, how dare you? Yeah. It's a nice one. There's lots of, like, yeah. like obvious jokes in there. It's a kid's film, so, like, the, these mm. tried and true jokes are going to come out. It's pretty fun. Yeah. yeah. But then some of these jokes are, like, they invert the inversion of the joke. Like, yeah. And it's, it's too clever for little Gareth sometimes. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> little Gareth, the child within Gareth? Or, like, yeah. adult Yeah. Oh, just Gareth. me. I'm, I'm very small. Oh, these jokes are very big and i'm very small it's he's just a tiny man at his computer (laughs) oh no little gareth someone save little gareth um please please explain the jokes to little gareth (laughs) he's over here talking about link's body spray he doesn't know (laughs) he doesn't know what to do oh no um but yeah, after some antics here at the cafe involving the cake, um, yeah, they resolve to put him up for the night and look after him just for the night. Yeah. And they give him the name Paddington based on Paddington Station, which is a little bit much, but you know, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. That could have been worse. He could have been called Station. Station? Yeah. Platform 9. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's no good. Um yeah there's a good wee shot with like the name being framed above his head which is pretty cool Mm. and then yeah um we get shown the sights and sounds of london gareth and the pouring rain by the guy from little britain who i don't remember the name of uh Uh, matt lucas that's the one yeah yeah uh and yeah there's um they're driving around we over this scene in the movie um we we're hearing pink floyd obviously but the recurring band is playing there's a calypso band out here playing in the absolute pouring rain i think every time that they're on screen it's terrible weather yeah i love these guys it's it's such a weird choice having calypso music in london i think it's like it tracks like a south american flavor right in the middle of london and that's really clever and it just makes really good it's a really good music really good song that they're singing you know yeah it's fun I, I like them as a recurring motif they're never acknowledged Hit either you. they're just out here yeah like moving around the street corners yeah that's good stuff um and there's also this ends with like one of these jokes that it was just too smart for little gareth oh no yeah you've seen all these great um 
you know, iconic shots of London. Yeah. And then they complain to the taxi driver, like, why did you go that way past every single landmark? Yeah. It's like, well, the bear, city, the bear City was new to the city. <laughs> yeah. So I thought I'd show them the sights. God, excuse that accent. I'm never doing that again. <laughs> Yikes. You're not bringing back Cockney James, Cockney the beloved James. character? Oh, bloody hell. Now, that's the worst thing I've ever done on the show. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You heard it here, folks. Never again. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they. so uh, yeah, they get back in the house and uh, Pennington thinks he's staying forever. This is the house that he's given, but no, uh, yeah. just for the night. And they're talking about like trying to uh, find his, find him a guardian to look after him. And yeah. Mr. Brown says uh, that they're going to have to send them off to a government facility and then uh they're like an orphanage and then there's a cutaway to the orphanage which is this like nightmare house on the hill with like bats flying by yeah and then uh this is like doubled down on as a joke and that uh he says no an institution for young souls who whose parents have sadly passed on and then that is printed on the sign instead for a second yeah. cutaway that fucking slayed me <laughs> it's so good it's really unexpected and fun <laughs> oh man and then james yeah do you know who directed paddington by the way who oh i can't believe i get to be the one to tell you this who the director is paul king he also wrote co uh, i think he wrote paddington and then co-wrote the sequel sweet uh he came up and like cut his teeth as the director of the mighty bush yo oh that makes so much yeah. sense right oh man because yeah there's a bunch of like the the boosh friendly actors in this movie it's like a it's an, an alumni of like great british tv actors just rocking up in this film that, yeah that makes perfect sense oh and, it, that, and like you know how the direction of mighty boosh was really what made it like the little kind of homemade wonder yeah exactly Very, like yeah god that's it's perfect. all here but he's got a little more money for it so he's getting even more wild yeah man it's yeah it's not going as like as hard into the like everything's handmade kind of feeling of the bush which had its own kind of vibe i was thinking i was thinking about the bush earlier today actually um oh that's great between paddington watches um yeah <laughs> but yeah like that that makes so much sense i really love that detail damn awesome yeah, shout outs to so shout outs to him great direction and good to see you're doing well with the paddington mm. paddington franchise because i believe there's going to be a third one right yeah yeah we were just been announced we were joking about that earlier but i think there actually will be so yeah, yeah that's cool man awesome uh yeah so we get into money and then yeah they're talking about having to find this explorer that was who came to peru because that's the only lead that they have really and that maybe the explorer will be able to give paddington a home so they'll try and do that in the morning and paddington goes up to freshen up in the bathroom which involves some oh some absolute horseplay just some malarkey oh I'll my say. gosh uh, yeah yeah There's, through a series of unfortunate events uh <laughs> involving basically every part of the bathroom it starts to flood there's a really great sequence where uh, Paddington is uh, battling the showerhead, which is like acting like a snake and flying all around the room while yeah. holding the toilet seat as a shield and using a toilet brush as a sword. Love that. That's yeah. great direction. 
<laughs> so good. Um, and then, yeah, he like floods the whole bathroom to the very ceiling. Yeah. And meanwhile, actress Sally Hawkins is watching this and she's like, hmm, that gives me an idea. Yeah. Which is, wait, okay, you clearly haven't seen The Shape of Water. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I haven't at all. <laughs> Oh, All no. my shape of water heads out there are like, ha. Nice. Shout outs to our a shape. A joke we've probably already heard. Shout outs to the shape of water fans out there. Oh. The, the merman My favorite lovers. thing about the shape of water fans is they'll listen to a podcast about any movie except the shape of water. <laughs> That's damn right. Yeah. Oh man. They're just open-minded individuals. They don't yeah. want to hear any opinions about the shape of water. They've, they've got their no. own, but any other yeah. film, that's fair game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was going to say, meanwhile, that we get a uh, lovely um, uh, actress that played uh, Mrs. Weasley uh, rocking yes, up in the film. Yes, that's who she is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, she's playing a character called... Her name's uh, Julie Walters. She's playing um, Mrs. Bird, who's like a living servant, I guess, or potential relative. I don't really she's know. She's a relative of some kind. I think it's, again, she's held over from the book. Yeah, she's like a great aunt or something, explained. right, that lives with the family. I don't yeah. know. She appears to do a lot of work for them, so that's kind of oh, the relationship yeah. that she has, I suppose. But yeah, she's here saying like that a storm's coming and that she can feel it in her knees, and I'm thrilled to see her. She also doesn't trust the <laughs> microwave, which is a funny joke in there. Into yeah. That. Um, also, uh, another fun detail is that Mr. Brown uh, calls up the insurance agency to get his policy changed now that he's having to live with a bear for a single night. I think that's hysterical, <laughs> yeah. uh, just in of itself. He's on hold, <laughs> and the little hold music says, um, your call is moderately important to us, which is yeah. another great bit. Man, all this stuff just is so mighty boosh. You're so right. Man, yeah. That's fantastic. Oh, that's resh- I'm going to have to watch Paddington again and yes. see all this stuff <laughs> like played out in that context now. That's amazing. Um if you watch padding if you end this record and go watch paddington again yeah i will uh, i will mail you i have a trophy in my house and i will mail it to you wow if you do that for me Mm. that's tempting the best thing about this challenge is nothing about it happens on mic so i mean i feel like you're not beholden to the listeners it's true i feel like i don't want to promise anything i'll see how i feel at the end of the recording but um i feel like i have the stamina to do this and that i've (laughs) like i've already watched it twice what's the third watch and also yeah we listen we've listened to the same album probably over like (laughs) 500 times at this point what's what's your estimate actually if we no it can't be 500 we've (sighs) we've had 50 episodes under our belt this is episode 51 hello welcome listeners um yeah (laughs) uh, but on average i feel like we listen to the album like at least twice at least twice per um per per movie so like two and a half ish per yeah and then there's been so that would bring us to 150 ish on average yeah man yeah maybe a little lower we should crunch the numbers again um and deliver another update on our okay terrifying mission (laughs) (laughs) it's fine we get to watch films like paddington gareth goodness yeah that's true that's man yeah so i feel like i could do it but i make no promises at this at this juncture no binding contracts here live on the air (laughs) 
<laughs> as a rule. Um, yeah, so they're looking up, trying to find the Explorer and the Encyclopedia, which I love is another detail. There's no internet mm. in this realm. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's like modern London, but we check the Encyclopedia, we check the antique shop. It's great. Uh, these are the avenues of all knowledge here. Yeah. In modern London. Um, but yeah, the, we get the water like falling down from the ceiling like a little drop of water falls into mr um mr brown's tea uh over the descending arpeggio in time the time solo yeah. the first one because there's two and the second yeah. one has our boy paddington flying down the stairs in his bathtub <laughs> and, like rotating down the stairs is another perfect arpeggio moment that's Love it. so good it made me so happy yeah he, he coasts right into frame in, the, in his bath as the vocals come back, and I'm, like, ecstatic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very good sync. Yeah. Anyway, then we get a little uh, voiceover thing from Paddington here as he's writing a letter to his aunt back in Peru. Um, it's a really sweet little shot match of uh, him drawing in the window con condensation for some reason. He just, just draws the outline of the... Um, skyline of london which i yeah. like it's just it's cute cute shot um and then yeah one of our favorite things we talked about this in live aquatic but we get a cutaway of a miniature into a full-blown set as well oh yeah yeah the dollhouse is the house of, with the, all the different family members we get introduced to them over us and them starting up as well nice yeah yeah so yeah we're meeting them and it's a new new take on us and them that we're is. meeting the them that are just kind of friends to us yeah us it's true the, i guess the audience's surrogate via paddington yeah it's typically we've had it as an adversarial kind of relationship with us and them right we're mm. talking about us versus them as a thing but no nah, this is us and them because yeah in, in a new living arrangement yeah Oh, lovely. The keen ad listener will notice that I constantly accidentally call us and them, us v them after the LCD sound system song. Oh, yeah. I mean, similar kind of thing. Yeah. That's simply because I haven't seen a scene which brings us an us and them that's truly touched my heart until now. So well, there you go. If I make that mistake again, I have to mail James a trophy. Oh, man. How many trophies do you have on stash, dude? You're making a lot of <laughs> trophy-based trophy <laughs> promises. You just really yeah. want to get rid of this trophy. It's like, yeah, it's weighing me down. It's full of like champagne that's gone off, and you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to do. <laughs> you can't tarnish <laughs> the trophy. Oh man. Uh, yeah. So, well, I'll briefly cover each of the family members here. We have got Mr. Brown, who's a risk management advisor, a like insurance guy, um, who's very by the numbers. He's worried about Paddington bringing up the risk of the household, which I love. Yeah. Um, we've got Mother Mary uh who is the mum? obviously uh she's an adventure story illustrator which mm. is a cool profession she, we get a like time lapse of her painting a little scene in the sewer uh yeah and she doesn't know who the hero of her story is yet which i think is cool um yeah something also lovely is sally hawkins parents were children's um book illustrators nice yeah lovely um 
And we've got Judy, the daughter, who whose like defining factor in this scene is that she likes a guy called Tony at her school, and she's learning Chinese to start her own small business, which is a fun detail. Yeah, really liked that. Yeah. Also, very strange is on um, Neon, which is like New Zealand's HBO Max. Sure. The subtitles are when she speaks chinese they're in chinese but then the english side of it is in um german oh weird yeah i mean as if like neon this like you know big company owned by um uh sky tv has just gone and sneakily taken this off a german website and chucked it up that's possibly true neon where you at we're calling you out on the show yeah what are you doing you dirty thieves (laughs) Yeah. The only way to prove you're not a dirty thief is to give us free neon as some sort of weird sponsorship. Or a trophy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Give me that (laughs) (laughs) Well done. You sleuthed us out, boys. Have a trophy. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I love that. Um, And yeah, finally, we've got uh, Jonathan, who's the son in the family, and he wants to be a astronaut. Um, Mm. He's got the, like, danger gene in him and that he's, like, a daredevil and he loves... uh, making contraptions and stuff that's his whole deal yeah and then yeah we get also uh mrs bird who's yeah the like living house servant type who's at the moment like using a blowtorch on the bath which is unusual she's trying to like weld the legs back on i guess (laughs) but yeah interesting but a bit of home welding like that um oh yeah yeah it's great for fasten them this scene i love it yeah but then um, if you're like deep down ugh, i wish we had some sort of nemesis so it could be an us v them exactly this film has got you covered because who are we about to meet we're meeting the director of the natural history museum here the key antagonist um yeah her name in the film is millicent something um but it doesn't with- matter because all you're going to call her is nicole kidman nicole kidman baby uh looking fantastic in this film uh, yeah having so much fun yeah, yeah. living it she, up as the um, villain. she i think her agent was gonna just pass on this film for her thinking like i think it was out of her kind of what she likes to do yeah and she heard it and was like no no i want to be in paddington please hell yeah that's awesome yeah. and she has a great time in this role absolutely yeah. big like cruella Deville energy from her yes. throughout the whole film um yeah great outfits as well she's got like a snakeskin suit she wears at one point because yeah. she's like this rogue taxidermist as her <laughs> character which is fantastic um but yeah she's the director of the museum looking fierce love it yeah um and yeah she gets delivered so her whole deal her evil thing that she does is she gets delivered live animals and then kills them and taxidermies them for displays which is yeah horrible scary for for a kid's film that's dark um and other characters in the kid's film like comment on it they're like whoa (laughs) (laughs) what are you doing (laughs) Yeah, one such of those characters is this um, delivery man who... Yeah. I'm just gonna... Like, we've said how good Nicole Kidman's looking. This man is looking good, too. I had to look him up, and he's yeah. from um, What We Do in the Shadows. But, oh. Oh, what a nice. cool dude. He's doing, my, he's doing my Cockney accent, but way better. 
uh, as yeah, well. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> which is great. Um, yeah, he's delivering like a cute little capuchin monkey to her to get yeah. stuffed, which is awful. Um, and then, yeah, he's like, oh, I was working. No, I'm not doing it again. I was wor- I nearly did. He's working down at the, <laughs> um, on. down the docks. I'm not going to. I can't. I'll offend so many people. <laughs> um, Just do a different accent. There's no way that could be worse. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, no. Almost gotcha. <laughs> You're setting me up to fail, Gareth, here on the show. Uh. I won't do it. I won't have it. <laughs> Neon's going to burst down my door and revoke my trophy. Oh, I can't have that, no. Yeah, for for accidental racism. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. But yeah, anyway, he talks about this uh, seeing a bear who eats marmalade um, when he's down at the docks working down there. And um, she's like, what? Where did he go? She like flips out and it's because she's got this like, conspiracy theory board with all the tape and uh pins and string and stuff in the background the pepe sylvia setup um yeah uh theory board behind her about paddington and his family i don't know if paddington's there actually just like this species of bear trying to check track them down specifically we don't know why at this at this juncture but paddington he's in danger because nicole kidman's on his coming for his ass oh yeah look out um yeah um imdb would like you to know that this is the second uh film nicole kidman has been in featuring a animated talking bear and based on a children's book after the golden compass oh man yeah yikes yeah these are like oh i don't know if this is like the fake trivia that people like you know like when you get that specific but uh, it's a lot of list based trivia which i didn't expect (laughs) from from paddington i must admit usually it's like behind the scenes kind of stuff like your trivia about like her agent passing on this was way better than any of the other trivia that you've read (laughs) (laughs) yeah so yeah maybe i just assumed there was no drama making this film like everyone was so happy with paddington that seems right you know yeah it's a fun time um mm. there's a another little great line that i want to point out that um because mr brown's so obsessed with uh risk management he says that 34 percent of pre-breakfast incidents involve banisters which is yeah. hilarious in response to his son wanting to like slide down the banister like paddington does amazing um yeah that's a huge amount as well <laughs> yeah yeah definitely I mean, I feel like it would drastically increase with a house with stairs, uh, unrelated. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess in London. Uh, but yeah, there's a little Chekhov's gun moment where um, there's a little handheld vacuum cleaner that is used to clean up some mess. And then Paddington like accidentally gets stuck to the light with using yeah. this little vacuum cleaner. This will come back. It's great. Um yeah, when you buy the Chekhov brand of anything, you know you're going to use it. <laughs> Chekhov's Hoover. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a great little thing. Oh, man. I bet that... I, I'm certain that joke's been made before, but like, like in a film or something. But yeah, Chekhov's whatever. And then, like... Yeah. They're so reliable. <laughs> That's the brand. You'll use this, like, before it's the story's over. That's really good. Um yeah we get a like crazy tilt shot now like they go outside and then the camera like pivots to the left so that we can look up and see mr curry 
uh, the next door neighbor who is suspicious of Paddington. Um, yeah. He is played by Peter Capaldi, who is great, uh, by the way. Oh, yes. Fantastic actor. Um, Just check him out in general, folks. Yeah, man. Check out Capaldi. That's that's my yeah. other my other podcast <laughs> where I just talk about all the roles of Peter Capaldi. But you don't have anything that insightful. You just like check him out. Check him out. It's a short podcast. It's like yeah. It's like me reading like the uh, the like IMDb description of whatever he's in, and then me going like yeah. So check that one out. Subscribe to my Patreon, <laughs> and um, yeah. See you next week. The Patreon just gets like fan art that you've done of Peter Capaldi. <laughs> yeah there you go oh sweet I'm, I'm down yeah do you accept trophies uh only for the first month <laughs> okay <laughs> um yeah but here he is then we get introduced to him and then yeah we're off to the um antique shop as the kids are going to school uh to see yeah what is going on but we've got to go via the subway the underground gareth oh. the tube um there's some more antics playing out here with like the just some follies mate happening here some slapstick slapdash comedy gold as yeah uh yeah paddington gets caught in the ticket gate and then a fantastic bit where he is going down the escalator um there's he's it's so this is so funny to me when it says like he reads the sign that says dogs must be must be carried and so he goes and steals like a chihuahua and holds it under his arm as i feel yeah. good place <laughs> hysterical it's so funny yeah. oh it's, it's so it's again one of those jokes that was too smart for little gareth like it is so funny and you also have to read it yeah which is very rare for a kid's movie premium premium joke oh yeah love it yeah and it, it falls over in slow motion for us over as we get into any color you like as well yeah nice stuff um and then yeah we basically decide not to take the train because it's too much hassle <laughs> with paddington and yeah we go into gruber's antiques uh where jim broadbent is mr gruber the antique salesman um and he's got a little model train that delivers him tea at 11 o'clock <laughs> which is a great life this shop i love antique shops and like just being tucked away in a small scale kind of job like yeah yeah this and like bookshops is such a nice vibe and yeah yeah i would love to retire in a shop like this someday <laughs> <laughs> until someone brings in all those bloody dvds yeah man i'll take them off your hands but only as a donation okay. <laughs> um but yeah by then gosh dvds will be like long gone yeah they figured out some amazing reuse for them yeah <laughs> we use them as big earrings now <laughs> yeah oh actually <laughs> <laughs> big old hoops but it's actually two copies of space jam <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> uh anyway <laughs> Um, yeah. If we ever do a Sink Floyd live show, you have to wear your these Space Jam earrings. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. I'll promise that. <laughs> That's funny. Alright. All right. I'll give you a trophy for it. Sweet. Okay. Worth. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we get uh, a little bit of, like, Jim Broadbent's story. As, like, there's, like, a sort of um, immigra immigration kind of undertone to this movie, and that, mm, like, yeah. and that Paddington is a stranger in a strange land right he's moved here to london 
and it's yeah it's sort of an allegory for an immigrant moving to a city um where they aren't from and uh yeah. the trials that they face and um yeah we get like a little bit of his background coming in on the train in a very similar manner to how paddington like did with his little thing around his neck he's like a eastern european man here jim broadbent yeah. for some reason <laughs> he's doing an accent that is arguably not good but yeah anyway um in the background yeah, it's no james's cockney accent oh the the best accent there's ever been I'll bring it back, whatever. <laughs> it's too late now. Um, uh, rest yeah. of the show. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, <laughs> brain damage starts at playing, and... Uh, no, this is terrible. Um, uh, yeah, brain damage starts playing, and who should show up in the background but bloody super hands from Heap yeah. Show is the only way I know this guy. Yeah, same. My note was just, the lunatic is on the grass. Superhands shows up. <laughs> Superhands. <laughs> oh, great stuff. And he's like a pickpocket thief. He steals a wallet from somebody, but Paddington spots him and is trying to be friendly and is like, oh, hello. And then he's like, oh, <laughs> shit, I've been spotted by a bear and drops this wallet and leaves the shop. And Paddington's like, oh, shit, he dropped his wallet. I better go give it back to him. And then there's yeah. a, a hysterical chase sequence breaking out where he's like riding a skateboard and he hits like this costume rack and then suddenly he's wearing a policeman's helmet and has a whistle in his mouth. Don't know where he got a whistle from, but I love <laughs> no, that. But it's so funny because he tries to talk through it and ah, oh, it's so good. Whistles. Yeah. Um, bloody super hands. He delivers the best line in the whole film. Which is, he's like, it's some kind of tiny police bear. <laughs> yeah. Before, like, trying to get into his car and drive away. I just, I think that's so funny. <laughs> I yeah, lost sure. it when he said that. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, he's, he's just, like, water skiing on the skateboard behind a double-decker bus. Um, the police officers assume that he's a police officer. That Paddington's yeah. a police officer. And they're like, officer in distress. And, like, go into hot pursuit mode. <laughs> hilarious um and then yeah like results in them crashing outside the schoolyard where uh judy is uh in class and sees paddington out the window um and yeah this guy trips over and drops like 18 wallets out onto the ground yeah. he's been busy it's been a big day for super hands oh heck yeah um <clears throat> and then yeah gets arrested and suddenly uh everyone all the kids think paddington's the coolest and judy is cool by proxy for knowing him yeah so there you go she's like oh yeah that's paddington i live with him he's a pretty cool <laughs> bear you know she's no longer embarrassed by paddington yeah that she Aww. was previously she was just yeah she was described earlier as suffering from embarrassment like it was an affliction which is so accurate to like preteen times it's like ingenious yeah, sure. writing by ballot by paddington there <laughs> great insight from the boy um yeah uh, again the scene could have been so bad paddington's on a skateboard yeah right but, if oh. he commented on the skateboard like i think about this like i'm gonna throw something at you right now if we replace paddington in this movie with sonic the hedgehog does it still track like oh. like i feel like sonic would be making all these one-liners about every situation that he's in and paddington just doesn't like he's yeah. coming from a like complete place of naivety and it just lands so much better 
Holy cow. I think you've hit it, is that we need our little CGI remade critters to not be cooler than us. We need them to right? be naive. Like, yeah. The whole reason yeah. the whole reason that it works is that Paddington is out of place in the movie and yeah. in the context of the movie, right? Like, that's why it works for me. And that, like, he's the only different looking thing in the whole film. And also, like, he is different to everyone there. It's, it is well addressed. But they aren't, like, commenting on it. They aren't, yeah. they aren't like, being like, you're different. Oh, bloody hell, there's a little bear. They aren't doing that. Like, <laughs> I wish they were now, but. Yeah, and Paddington's not, like, quipping and he's not, yeah. like. Yeah, well, that went well. Exactly. Stuff, which is it, all, yeah. That's why it works. And it's, yeah. it's great. It's good. Well it's done. It's like how Seinfeld was the unfunny one of his friends in yeah. the Seinfeld sitcom. Like, <laughs> make B-movie again, mm. but the B-movie, the B isn't fun. isn't like the wisecracking one. It's oh my like God. all his human friends. The B isn't trying no. to have a relationship with a human woman just like oh, yeah, that's the main problem i forgot <laughs> give me that please like oh i can't believe that's a real subplot in that movie oof i can't believe most of b movie is about a lawsuit <laughs> it's true <sighs> oh it's yeah that's like the exact the exact opposite of this movie and that it gets so in the weeds about this whole system <laughs> yeah like it's like so if there was a b right and he tried to live as a human what would that be like let's analyze that for two hours yeah <laughs> that's what b movies about and paddington does not do that no paddington lets him get on with his life yeah oh there you go eat shit b movie <laughs> i hate you b movie it's the worst you do i've seen you leave a room when b movie started it sucks it's a bad movie <laughs> it's like less than b it's like a d movie oh dang yeah you're coming in 13 years after with the hot tag <laughs> movie yeah just play the seinfeld theme after i say that <laughs> oh god uh anyway <laughs> so the end they re he returns to paddington returns to the um antique shop and all the antique shop patrons presumably the owners of the wallets i don't know but they all yeah. they all applaud paddington and over the applause we hear the line i'll see you on the dark side of the moon for brain damage and i love that yeah i love that they're applauding the title drop of the album <laughs> it's so fun for me um but yeah they find out that the hat that paddington is wearing is from the geographer's guild it's got the the insignia on the inside of the hat and so that's where they're gonna go next they're gonna lead yeah sweet um we're cut to the security inside paddington station and nicole kidman's doing like a break-in i do love that these guards are discussing the the uh content of oreos the like yes. the protein and like trans fats inside oreos so oh, bizarre. they're trying to guess it it's so funny it's the weirdest thing but that's like the the smallest like it's just a little joke thrown in there yeah <laughs> that these guys are like having a fun time despite their boring <laughs> job <laughs> it's so good um and then yeah she like hacks the mainframe looking for paddington 
and uh, spots him inside the cab driver. So she too has found a lead at the same time as Paddington, which is good yeah. script writing. Um, and yeah, that's over the, I believe over the silence between albums that she's doing this. I don't actually know. Hang on. Um, um, it is just before because the silence happens over the flashback about the baby. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, there's a argument about the whole situation with the street uh the chase with superheads and um the yeah the kids have come around and they're having a chat with paddington he gets shown that he's in the paper for being like a hero yeah which is lovely um and yeah they they're like don't worry about dad he's always been old and boring and uh then Mrs. Bird rounds the corner and is like, actually, he used to be a rebel without a cause. And, like, has a flashback where he's riding a motorcycle. It, like, is dressed up with really bad wig and mustache <laughs> yeah. on this motorbike. It is a really fun match cut, though, because they go into the hospital and the mum's pregnant and they come back out. And he's like, how he is now, um, Mr. Uh, what's his name? Mr. Brown is, yeah, like how we see him in the movie um yeah. and he just goes into like a beige station wagon which is fantastic um yeah sudden change after having a child good stuff yeah uh and yeah that's over the silence and we get into playthrough two um oh yeah yeah they decide to like give paddington a wash <laughs> i don't really know how this is supposed to help but it does like add some like fun family bonding time or whatever yeah and the guitars kick in as slow-mo wet Paddington shakes. That's true. Slow-mo wet Paddington shakes. Um, <laughs> as we like to call it's my it. my TikTok account. <laughs> wow, that's, a, that's the hell of a username. Dang. Um, it is all just slow-mo Paddington. Slow-mo Paddington, Paddington shakes. That'd be great. How that'd... good is the technology to keep Paddington wet in this movie, by the way? Very strong. CGI's that come a, a long way. Paddington yeah. is so believable in this space like he's not like uncanny valley beer he's still like fairly cartoony but he also like yeah. doesn't read as like too like too cartoony that he's like way out of place it's the perfect yeah. middle ground between like realistic fur physics and like <laughs> cartoony tiny beer friend you know yeah it's great oh. i nailed it oh uh yeah so they give him they give him his uh, trademark blue overcoat next, which has like been in the yeah. family for generations. Is like this is a like hallmark moment probably for the movie, right? You've been waiting. Yeah, it's like watching Captain Marvel put on her iconic outfit. Yeah, I watched that recently. Actually, Captain Marvel oh, for the first time. I, it's I, pretty good. I told you I was out on um, Marvel movies for the longest time because like yeah. I got like to avengers endgame and i was like i think i'm out guys <laughs> and then uh yeah so i haven't watched any of them since that one and then i came around and watched uh captain marvel recently it was all right it's pretty good oh yeah weird one to kind of come back through but okay yeah that's just yeah. That's what happened what happened to me <laughs> on my travels out there but, yeah. this is not a hot take at all but i uh, check out wandavision wandavision's a good time i've heard that's good yeah yeah yep this is a bit of background show notes within the show. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Just check in with what we're up to on the yeah. outside. Uh, but yeah, they sort of, yeah, bond 
with Paddington in this moment. He's like sort of becoming part of the family. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, the director has tracked down the cab driver and like tortures him, I guess, like suspends him by his ankles in order to get mm. information as to where he drove Paddington. And yeah, sort of finds out the, the neighborhood where they dropped him off. Um, and yeah, she runs into, uh, she's like dressed all incognito, like classic spy outfit with like beret and all very good stuff. Um, yeah. and she's hiding out in this phone booth and Mr. Curry is very impatiently waiting outside probably to make a phone call. Cause he's like, his whole character trait is that he's like insanely cheap. I think as a person he has been living in like the same flat for the entire time and has like hand-me-down outfits and things like that. Yeah. I think it's more that it's like, you can't be in there and not be putting up illegal ads or something. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> He's just yeah. a curmudgeon. Yeah. It's good stuff. <laughs> but yeah, he sees Nicole Kidman turns around and he instantly falls in love and we get like two bars of hello by Lionel Richie in the movie, yeah. which is the funniest music cue. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, but of course we didn't get it for our uh, Pink Floyd watch. I just want to comment on that because I just loved it. Peter Capaldi yeah. falling in love instantly with Nicole Kidman is just the <laughs> best. Um, yeah, but they they like team up to try and capture Paddington basically at this point. Yeah, uh, they Mr. Brown and Paddington go to the Geographers Guild, and um, this this place is cool. I think it's like a repurposed like. Uh, post office where they use all the little tubes um to deliver mail and things or information but yeah that's it's the same kind of thing that's going on here yeah for sure love these tubes yeah but the thing about these tubes like i was when i saw these in movies i was too young for them so i'm wondering what the paddington audience are feeling yeah i don't know if they understand what what's going on here it's just like cool mechanical stuff i guess yeah uh, yeah typically associated with the post office but yeah it's like an ancient thing that i don't think many people would get um mm. these days but yeah um the peru expedition that they're looking for has been scrubbed from the records uh and so they yes. can't get information about it but paddington's not about to give up he like runs into the um elevator and tries to convince mr brown to join him and so as part of this uh we get we're in mid on the run and as soon as the elevated doors open the crash sound happens and mr brown is now dressed as a female maid uh yeah in probably the worst part of the movie i would say yeah it's it's great for the world that this hasn't aged well yeah in only like six years but it's also like not great for the world that it was considered it's not terrible it's just like kind of no. niggly i was just like this is not really yeah. necessary but anyway um Paddington 2 has a very similar scene, also with um, Simon Barnaby um, hitting on a character who's had to go into, like, plot-related yeah. Uh, yeah, drag. It's and it also feels a bit iffy. Yeah, it's Farnaby, I believe, but yeah. It, oh, it's, yeah. it's tricky because his character name is Barry. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> you were thrown off there, it's fair. Um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of weird that this whole thing happens, and then, like, he has to try and pretend that he is who he says he is inside his um pass photo which is of another person yeah yeah i don't know it's a kind of weird sequence um Pat, yeah Pat, it does have the great like oh the arm grew back and they stick pins in mr brown's arm i wasn't super sold on that 
Yeah, even that's funny. That's really, to me, only that funny because later Paddington describes it and yeah. he just does it really in a funny way. The callback is good, but the, the actual yeah. moment isn't that good, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, anyway. But you've got to have these moments to call them back. It's true. That's how that goes with callbacks. The, the beginner's comedian curse. <laughs> if you never say anything, you can't do any callback jokes. Yeah. Oh, oh. I wish I was funny to begin with. <laughs> dang <laughs> that's so uh like from my life doing open mics my past life as an open mic attempted comedian just like watching your joke bomb and knowing oh but it was gonna be called back no, and it won't no. be funny either time oh that's rough yeah. stuff man yeah dang that's the yeah. that, but that's that's it you gotta pay your dues right like that's you gotta bomb before people laugh that's yeah how it it's a pretty perfect metaphor for it yeah you've got to do the bad joke to get the callback yeah that's just that's yeah. how it goes yeah uh anyway yes we'll get back to it pa- paddington meanwhile was trying to like get this information out of the archaic computer and these tubes flinging out over the place and he finally gets the little documentary that we saw at the start of the film on a roll of film yeah um and so they need to put everything back away but they accidentally jam paddington's baguette sandwich into the mechanism and it clogs the whole thing um conveniently covering their escape when they need to get away it like explodes in this huge like gout of paper from the ceiling which is fantastic but um yeah they managed to get away because of that so sweet uh and yeah uh mr curry is hosting uh the director nicole kidman kidman ah, nicole kidman in his house um a very weird interaction here where again um beers are used as a metaphor for uh immigrants uh, and like the systemic racism surrounding that nicole kidman goes through this like monologue of being like well it's just one beer now but wait until more move into the neighborhood and then before you know it there goes the neighborhood like that's yeah. basically what she's saying here um yeah it's it's just i do love that one of her threats is all night picnics though <laughs> i mean which i would love no i i would not love that that is too much oh, for what? me i'd i'd like oh, it's because i'm not invited to these old night all night picnics gareth that's why i'm so curmudgeonly i'm up here as mr curry <laughs> That's true. I've never felt such a kinship to him. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, but yeah, uh, so he's on side and they resolve to like call, he'll call her when he's home, when Paddington's home alone. Um, yeah. Uh, the family get, gather around and watch the documentary and Paddington does this thing where he like steps through the projection on the screen into peru and sees his yeah his uncle and aunt again and has like little teary paddington eyes it's lovely cool yeah. shot as well it, like really cool effects of him walking through the screen it's all like watery I love yeah it. it would have been perfect for great gig in the sky but oh it's super would unfortunately yeah. we're not there right what is happening now still T- hearing still time. time yeah um but yeah they finally get the uh name of the person that they're looking for the um the expedition man um montgomery clyde is the name and so they have another lead to go on yeah great stuff this is where we're about to get some phone books um (laughs) 
yeah he writes home another time and just talks about how like life is progressing with the family not much to report here um and then yeah the mum gives him a bunch of phone books to look through <laughs> which is <laughs> it's just such a weird little thing yeah they have like a stack of phone books there's like eight eight different phone books for london mad yeah i guess it's back when you needed all those additional pages you weren't just combining white and yellow you had yeah right you know, all the shades i guess she's looking beige. up yeah the beige page <laughs> the beige page <laughs> it's where you go and buy the um volkswagen or whatever he had the, the station <laughs> yeah. wagon uh anyway uh yeah we we do get into great gig here as um mr curry is calling up the director and saying that paddington's home alone speaking in a hilarious code uh good stuff yeah um <laughs> and then yeah some bit of bit more mischief where paddington is like torn a page out of the phone book and is having to repair that by getting covered in sellotape in the process great stuff and then yeah, yeah the director comes in and goes like full-on oceans 11 heist mode <laughs> trying to attack this bear trying to <laughs> shoot him with a dart yeah um but through a series of unfortunate rube goldberg like incidents uh she ends up setting fire to the house by yeah. uh, like filling the room with gas and then opening the oven and it turning on uh through happenstance uh she manages to get away um she is wearing a gas mask for this caper as well but uh paddington can't recognize her as a person and assumes that she's an elephant are there elephants yeah. in peru i don't actually know probably mate i'm not e <clears throat> sorry you're right mate i'm not even sure if um bears are in peru oh there's got to be bears in peru peruvian bears actually yeah actually there definitely are bears because uh the author originally wanted it to be africa and found out there weren't bears in africa well there you go so yeah gotta be but yeah there's gotta be there's right? gotta be gotta be peruvian elephants out there yeah it just sounds right now per peruvian me prove me wrong listeners yikes <laughs> there we go that's the worst <laughs> i thought that was the best <laughs> okay <laughs> oh yikes um yeah so anyway he sees her as an elephant and like you that's like his story that's the falling down of his story right um, he tries to explain to um, the family when they get home what happened, but they think he's lying because he and that he's made up this story about an elephant breaking in and all this stuff happening. But yeah, yeah. So this is the final straw, and um, it's very sad. As the uh, Mr. Brown's like, we've got to kick him out. It's it's our children are not safe with him mm -hmm. in the house. There's been a flood and a fire at this point, um, and yeah, poor little Patty. Poor little Paddington is... Oh, no uh, one's called him Paddy. No, I have now. Um, <laughs> I wrote pad in my notes just out of, like, ease of use. Just because oh, I had yeah. to write the word Paddington, like, a thousand times. So I just started writing pad or Paddy in there, um, just for simplicity's sake. Uh, I was calling him PB, which he probably hates because that's a different spread, peanut butter. Yeah. He is eating peanut butter at one point, right? I, or, at, like... Maybe it is marmalade at that stage, but someone yells out, is that peanut butter in the sandwich up there clogging the mechanism? 
Like, oh no, yeah, that's totally marmalade. Yeah, then, right. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's Nick, fine. That guy just doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't know what. Absolutely, with that terrible accent, that tracks. Like, <laughs> of course, he doesn't know what he's talking about. He sounds like a bloody fool. <laughs> oh no. Um, but yeah, he's old. Paddy's listening through a little like vent shaft. I don't know what this is in context of the house. But he's listening through it anyway. And he, yeah, it kind of snakes through. So it's yeah, weird. Just yeah. the normal piping. Don't know what this is for. But anyway, yeah, he listens to it and like he's like, oh, the family doesn't want me anymore. So he just runs away. And yeah, yeah we get some. He decides to find the explorer on his own. Um, we get some shots of him like going to Buckingham Palace. And there's yeah. the, the guardsmen here. I can't remember what these guys are called. Do you know the Buckingham Palace guards? They have a special name. Yeoman, I think, maybe. Um, okay, that's maybe cool. Maybe they're the guards outside um, the Tower of London. I'm not sure. Uh, the uh, let me just check. Um, they're foot guards, apparently. Oh, okay. That's all. That's not as fun as a yeoman. Yeah, I believe yeoman's are... Uh, um, yeah, they're the Tower of London guys, so okay. a little different. They wear, like, big coats as well, just not the big fluffy hats that these guys wear. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this guy takes off his big fluffy hat to offer Paddington some of his supplies that he keeps in his hat. He's had Very a, sweet. a similar uncle figure tell him to store things <laughs> yeah. in his giant hat. It's a great bit, honestly. He's got, like, a full picnic worth of stuff in here. Yeah. Including, like, thermos, which he, balance on his he balances on his head. <laughs> Love it. Great gag. Um, mm. Very sweet. And But, yeah, the other guard comes around and has no such sympathy for Paddington and kicks him out. Very sad. And then, yeah, we get, like, a shot of him, like, falling asleep on a park bench or something. Oh. Yeah, very sad. Yeah. Really, it feels weird that it's the jaunty kind of money yeah. playing in the scene. Not so good for that. Not a good sync there. Um, yeah, the family leave, like, read his note that he left them about running away. Oh, sad. M Mrs. Bird, mm -hmm. the the great aunt or whatever, scolds Mr. Brown for being insensitive and says that uh, they needed Paddington just as much as he needed them. And it's, oh, there you go. Got him. Yeah. So he feels real guilty now. Um, we yeah. get another really cool shot here of the um, uh, Paddington trying to find all these different places and cross them off his list. All the different people with the um, name uh, that he was looking for. They all appear yeah. as handwritten things floating above the location and then later on get crossed out. I think this is a really cool visual representation to show that. It's just very tidy like it a lot yeah um, yeah and yeah there's a little montage of him trying to find the explorer <laughs> intercut with the family just being sad without paddington mm. oh brutal um and yeah they get to he gets the last name on the list and there's a bit of confusion as he goes to the wrong door because there's like a number upside down or something and then yeah finds the finally finds the place and gets lit inside it's the right place this is where the explorer lived and um uh it was the the lady's father who answered the door but who should it be it's bloody nicole kidman oh yeah she's the daughter of the explorer in a shocking twist um, yeah us and them starts playing for this reveal so oh. good she's back with us and them as well yeah exactly here she is um in a true antagonistic fashion 
Um, but yeah, Daughter of the Explorer. Love it. Not to be confused with Dora the Explorer. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, she put takes Paddington and shoves him in a van, a uh, big taxidermist van. Another great visual gag here with like, it's just, yeah, all hallmarks of the bush now that I think about it. And that it yeah. says taxi on the door. And as she slides it across, it says taxidermist, which is brilliant. So funny. Um, and then, yeah, Mr. Curry like intercepts her and is like, oh, what are you doing with that bear in your taxidermist's van? <laughs> um, and yeah, she like wards him off with some harsh words saying that they were never, <laughs> she never really cared for him at all. And it breaks his heart. <laughs> His little yeah. Peter Capaldi heart. Um, and yeah, so he, <laughs> I love this bit as well. And that he like tries to call the Browns from a payphone to like disguise his voice and pretend to be someone else to like give them an anonymous tip. But Mr. Yeah. Brown like instantly recognizes his voice. I just think that's really funny as well. Yeah. And yeah. And the funny voice is Peter Capaldi's real Scottish accent. Oh, really? That's accent. great. Ex- accent. Oh my godly, what's his, that word? His accent. Accent. <laughs> his bloody accent. Oh god. Anyway. Um, go. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Be quiet, uh, <laughs> Cockney James. Get back in your <laughs> oh, hole. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard you have to record next to him. Yeah, he's the worst. He keeps, <laughs> like, throwing peanuts at the side of my head. Get out of oh. here. Um... Yeah, so the family will rush off to rescue him, and then we yeah we get to our final basic basically final location set piece of the movie, which is the Natural yeah. History Museum. I believe this is the real building, um, and it's stunning. Um, it's oh yeah, this huge like gothic building architecture with like gargoyles and stuff on the corners, which is really very nice. Um, yeah, Nicole Kidman takes him down and like introduces Pad- Paddington to all the different animals that people have donated to the museum. These like stuffed animals, obviously, but he treats them as like living animals and greets them in turn. Yeah, presumably Paddington just thinks these animals are keeping very still. <laughs> oh, he's so was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my boy. Yeah, and then yeah, we get the story, the backstory of um how the uh nicole kidman's father was the explorer a black and white scene where he's getting shunned from the geographer's guild uh for failing to return from his ex- exhibition with a specimen for the museum um but yeah he, so he didn't want to do that on moral grounds because these bears could talk and like were intelligent and so it despite them being a new species um but yeah everyone else in the guild is like well were they really civilized could they play cricket like that kind of thing and probably yes is the answer but yeah honestly given enough time um (laughs) but yeah anyway they're very nasty and they strike his expedition from the record and and her father was disgraced and so that's her character motivation for why she yeah she's like i'm not going to make the same mistakes i'm going to take up my father's mantle and um look after the museum and do specimens for them and yeah yeah so she became this taxidermist person with a vendetta against bears yeah yeah so there you go um all ties together uh and yeah paddington like hearing the story like tries to escape but easily gets shot by a track dart and gets taken down um there's a sequence where the family try and sneak into the museum through the sewers which is a callback 
to the story that the mum was writing and it's yeah. also suggested by um the daughter as well everyone gets their hand in this caper basically all the different yeah members. all the Chekhov's guns and Chekhov's stationery yeah and appliances are going off yeah Chekhov's sewers they're Chekhov's all popping off it's uh the, pen, the whole Chekhov's, Chekhov's range yeah. of uh products and goods and services <laughs> yeah yeah Chekhov's make your home used later <laughs> You're gonna want to use these. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the slogan. Oh, it's so good. Um, but yeah. Meanwhile, I love Mrs. Bird's part of this caper, and that she her whole deal is that she has to go in and distract the security guard by being this kindly old woman. But that is uh, flipped on its head when she challenges him to like a rum drinking competition. Yeah, which is hysterical. Later on, she takes out a second bottle of rum from her purse, which is. <laughs> How much rum does this lady carry with her? Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Um, but yeah, she gets this guy like good and drunk. It's hysterical. Um, and then, yeah, uh, the family shut off the power to the museum and go in to find Paddington over any color you like. And then, uh, yeah, the dad like goes full bravery mode. He regresses to his rebel without a cause phase and goes out the window but he gives his wife a big old kiss and a her the yeah. hero's kiss you know where, oh. where you tip the lady back and they're knocked off their feet in surprise that kind of thing yeah you know i'm dubbing i also called it a hero's kiss in my notes sweet i'm dubbing that the hero's kiss if that's not a thing it is now yeah um but yeah it's great I, I, there's also a sweet little cutaway where the um uh hero in his story the face gets filled in to be mr brown's face which is good yeah nice um and then yeah they bit of, through a bit of sneaking uh he manages to get around uh to the window where paddington is who assumes he's god but he isn't it's so good um <laughs> and then yeah it's paddington sort of wakes up and makes his own way out as um nicole kidman activates the security system uh uh, that all these like sh shutters start f coming down all over the place. It's this sweet Indiana Jones reference where uh, Paddington grabs his hat out from underneath a closing door. Love that. Oh yeah. Shout outs. And then another yeah. little, another little reference to um, the musical, well, musical, I don't know. The, um, oh, what is it called? Orchestra performance thing. I can't remember. Carnival of the animals. Anyway, it's a reference to that when, um, Pennington is like sliding down the back of a brontosaurus they make a musical ah. they make a musical call out to fossils from that which is just a little wow little music theory thing so i like that i can't believe we're wasting you on a podcast where you don't get to hear the music and films <laughs> when you knew that was a reference yeah it's just a little musical reference it could just be wow. like a typical like dinosaurs dinosaur fossils associated with the xylophone kind of thing but yeah i don't know maybe maybe it's maybe i'm reading too much into it but anyway shout out to carnival know. of the animals it's a good time heck yeah um wow yeah uh paddington manages to get away but he locks himself in like a little furnace room i don't know what this is for in the museum <laughs> i don't know what no. they would have reason for this like blast furnace thing that they have um it's for the exhibit on about fire okay <laughs> <laughs> anyway he like there's a chimney to the roof so he 
decides to get away and this is where he finds his Chekhov brand uh, vacuum cleaners two of them yeah. hung on the wall which he uses as like little grippy things from so that he can climb up the inside of the chimney very fun very uh again uh very oceans 11 yeah um, <laughs> love it mission impossible style thing heisty stuff uh we mm. these vacuums also have a very useful indicator for us the audience to show that they're running out of battery and that they have three little lights on them which is a nice yeah. little recording touch as well um and yeah we get into uh brain damage as the family head up and try and intercept paddington from the roof and yeah his little vacuum runs out of battery and he falls in slow motion but he gets caught perfectly in time with the chorus of bra of brain damage kicking in yes he does Ooh. yeah it's tidy the slow-mo fall as we get right into the like chords hitting of brain damage that's really yeah. good that's really nice that sync um it's also like um oh it's like how the song itself feels more hopeful when it comes into that chorus yeah man and just like when hope hope springs man hope reaches out hope springs eternal yeah one hand to grab paddington the other to play the chorus of brain damage hell yeah ask me. love that <laughs> that's great yeah um yeah there's a they come out with uh paddington and there's a confrontation on the roof with the director she's up here and um yeah the family all declare that they <laughs> though you have to get through me to get to paddington and nicole kidman's like yeah okay i'll do that <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll stuff a person i'll shoot and kill you as well <laughs> which is <laughs> wow okay um but yeah paddington uses his sandwich kept in his hat as a final like gambit move literally for emergencies which i like as a yeah. touch um yeah, he tosses it into towards Nicole Kidman and um, the pigeons swoop around her and sort of like bustle her nearer to the edge. And she doesn't mm. fall, but then Mrs. Bird <laughs> pops out of a little trapdoor and flips her over the edge. Um, she's yeah. drunk off her ass, presumably, <laughs> which I love as well. But yeah, she's fine. We see Nicole Kidman hanging from a flagpole because this is a kid's movie. Um, yeah, Pink Floyd even have a little laugh at that. Pan, yeah, well, we're panning up to the sky for eclipse, and we're getting into the epilogue now. Um, yeah, this, he writes a little letter home to his aunt, the final letter, and we see mm. <laughs> we see the aunt in the home for bewildered bears or whatever it is. Um, yeah, oh. and um, yeah, Paddington. Yeah, he sort of tells the story of what happened to the director, who she gets given community service and has to work at the petting zoo like shoveling poop around animal yeah. animal feces and we see this like bulldozer drop a bunch of manure on her and who's piloting the bulldozer it's the capuchin monkey <laughs> what <laughs> i know i loved it i love that the capuchin comes back and gets his little revenge yeah for being... they call him Chekhov. yeah Chekhov's capuchin <laughs> um i love that um but yeah, the, there's like a bit of epilogue stuff where we're finding out what's going on with the family. Uh, everyone's adjusting to having uh, Paddington in their lives. The dad's more cool and adventurous now. He's helping out yeah. his son, building a rocket and all this stuff. And yeah, um, over the silence, we yeah we go into um, the start of the third playthrough uh, yeah. over this little epilogue. 
and yeah uh we get into breathe just uh, at the end for the final bit where they're outside mm. and having like a snowball fight like final hurrah for the movie as the calypso band are there just busting out breathe for us <laughs> yeah yeah in the snow just the calypso band in the snow is so unusual and i love that yeah. visual um but yeah. yeah that's it we get like the opening like 30 seconds of breathe and then the credits start rolling there we go yeah i wish it had been like ending um when the guitars kicked in or just ending at the end of the album but you can't fault these things otherwise nah with a little bit of trimming here and there i feel like we would have gotten the perfect two album play um, yeah but we needed a little bit of extra stuff in there you know i feel like if we cut the scenes where we were in the um uh like the stuff with the like made outfit we would have been fine you know yeah just cut that easy cut and yeah but then you've got trouble trying to get all those sweet sinks that came after yeah that's a good point oh yeah yeah, yeah. Hmm. it's tricky oh sorry what did what did you think how did it sink <laughs> i forgot my slogan oh, gosh i was in the weeds then i was trying to talk about sinks but no one had no one asked me no one had prompted so you. rude of me what did you think oh my goodness how did it sink <sighs> thank you tell um, me can cockney james ask me no he can't he's unavailable <laughs> oh, yeah. at this time Oh, what's he up to? He's just uh, over in the corner. I think he's like oh, yes. betting on the horses or something. I don't know. <laughs> he's um, got a tiny TV. I... Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know where he got that. Anyway, <laughs> I think we had some very good sinks. I, I'd put this in the like. It's such a weird world we're living in. I'll put this in the mouse hunt ratatouille kind of range <laughs> of the higher eights yeah i agree with you actually that's exactly where yeah. i was gonna put it like um it's it's nice to like nestle it between those two and then they're like the, yes the cgi animal films <laughs> yeah it just makes sense to put it there right yeah There's a, keep those those two rivals apart as well oh thank goodness yeah yeah use this bear to hold back these two rats from scrapping it out <laughs> goodness so would you give this an 8.15 so it's clean sure in the of those that two? sounds right to All me right. Uh, quality on the graph if there's room oh gosh quality quality sinks on the pod oh yes I'm happy with paddington performed admirably yeah cool cool what we... call me a hybrid cultivar flowering plant because i was charmed there we go nice final one scraping at the end there <laughs> yeah it what are we doing next week gareth what's happening oh my gosh oh well look every episode it feels like you know we go on a journey mm. we pile on all of the stuff and we get out there yeah and then sometimes we find ourselves just having to turn on back we every time every in fact no every time the album plays mm -hmm. it's like it's piling on all this stuff it fills it fills itself with sinks and anti-sinks and lacks of sinks. Yeah. But then we just find ourselves turning back to where we came from and the album starts again. So we need to find a movie where the plot is going somewhere and then immediately turning around. Okay. And I mean, what's what's a better one of those than Mad Max Fury Road? Oh wow, okay. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Hell yeah. Man, this oh, is what... I did not have that prep. I'm very excited for this. This is one of my yeah. favorites, dude. Okay. Oh, yes. All right. Nice. Yeah. 
So I, you can witness us next week. I was certain that you were going to say tennis. <laughs> I was really worried. <laughs> oh, god! But yeah, Mad Max Fury Road next week. Look out for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So good. Pink Floyd would fit would fix all the um, sound issues in Tenet, though. Yeah. And that we wouldn't have to hear that terrible sound mixing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Perfect. Better film. Um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, any, th- <laughs> any things to wrap up here? Go see Gareth at the Comedy Fest coming up. Yeah. Um, tickets at comedyfestival.co.nz. And my show is Love Lamp and Friends. Yeah yay go see him um, he's one of the friends and also yeah one of the oh. lamps <laughs> that's me oh <laughs> uh, no it'll be a good time if you enjoyed that charm joke all those charm jokes yeah imagine if i had to make them up without wikipedia <laughs> <laughs> prepare to be charms yeah yeah um golly well yeah until then i've been gareth blackwell i've been james Barron, but my bear name is Uh, and just like a Motorola and Blackberry, I hope you've been charmed, and we'll see you on the dark side of the moon. See you on the dark side of the moon. Goodbye. <laughs> I really wanted to go into Cockney James at the end there, but he doesn't deserve the light of day. He's dead now. I shot him. I shot him with a trank dart. He's on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm I'm stopping now. <laughs>